Hey everybody, this is Brandon Scott and I am the Fandom Pastor. As a big nerd, I guess, uh, I recognize that God is connected to everything in our world, and this includes fandoms. So fandoms are the fans of a particular person, a team, a fictional series, uh, all of those different groups that are identified together as a deep love or, or passion about a particular subject. Now, specifically, I'm looking at more of the, the nerdy side of things. So these are the Potterheads, the Harry Potter fans, the Trekkies, the Broadway fans, and more. God is connected to everything. And so join me as we see how God is connected everywhere. Understand that the first 46 episodes were recorded for YouTube. And so it's only 47 and after that are geared specifically towards uh, the podcasting. So thanks, God bless, and glad you can join us. Hey, everybody. Uh, this is Brandon Scott with the uh, next episode of The Phantom Pastor. Uh, this is the last one of the year, and this will happen actually the week of Christmas. So, um, so Merry Christmas to everybody. So if you guess the clue from last time, uh, the round-headed kid, you know that we are talking about Charlie Brown. And in fact, we're talking about specifically the Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, the movie was actually released on TV in 1965. And what's, what's really a great uh, little bit of trivia, in case you didn't know, um, originally CBS, who had contacted and worked with Charles Schultz on getting the cartoon uh, together and everything, obviously Peanuts was huge, so they wanted to make money on it. Originally, CBS did not want Linus to recite scripture. Um, I don't know if you knew that or not. But Charles Schultz stood his ground and said it had to be in there. And so it's, it's really, really pretty cool that Charles Schultz, you know, wasn't going to stand for, um, you know, them taking out this part of the, the story that he thought was so vital, was so important. So the, the movie is, is really pretty cool. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, please watch it. It really is a great movie. Charlie Brown is, uh, he starts off the movie pretty sad because he doesn't feel happy at Christmas time. Now, he wants to feel happy and looks around to see everybody else kind of enjoying themselves, having a good time, uh, enjoying Christmas. Even his dog Snoopy was having a good time. Um, but he just really can't join in. In fact, he even says, I think there's something wrong with me. Christmas is coming, but I'm not happy. I don't feel the way I'm supposed to feel. And so he likes Christmas trees. He likes the decorations. He likes the gifts, but none of it really cheers him up enough. Uh, it doesn't help that no one will send him a Christmas card. He kind of hangs out by the, the mailbox for a little bit looking for Christmas cards and he never gets one. And he figures out the problem is that everyone else knows something he doesn't. He, he thinks everybody else knows the secret to Christmas. He doesn't get so his solution is to go to Lucy to ask for some advice. Uh, she's at her her stand, you know, uh, the psychiatrist is in. Um, 
he pays his nickel and Lucy tries to figure out what's wrong with him. And in her, in the end, I mean, she, she talks and, and asks questions and stuff like that. And so at the end, her advice is simple. You need to get involved in some real Christmas projects. And so invites him to be director of the Christmas play that, uh, that all the kids are, are a part of and they're doing. Charlie Brown agrees, but on the way to the Christmas play, he sees even more reminders of what people think Christmas is all about. It's very commercial, uh, lights and, and all those types of things. Now, in, in the play, Lucy wants to be the Christmas queen. Snoopy is setting up, uh, you know, lots of lights again, you know, Snoopy was really getting into it. He's setting up this big display in his doghouse so he could win uh, some money and, and be the, the most Christmas-like display in the area. And even Sally, um, Charlie Brown's little sister, asked him to write a letter to Santa asking for a lot of presents, but figures if that's not if that's too hard, then Santa can just send her money, preferably tens and twenties. And so for all of these other people, uh, the true meaning of Christmas is about showing off and getting things, stuff, whatever it would be. Now, when, when Charlie Brown finally gets to the school where they're having the Christmas play, Charlie Brown walks in on this big party. Everybody's dancing and, and actually the, 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 the video of it, the cartoon um, is actually pretty funny, the dancing in it. Uh, but he, he yells, you know, he's trying to get everybody's attention. Stop the music. We're going to do this play and we're going to do it right. Uh, he hands out the scripts for everyone to learn. He yells, places everybody and tells the piano player Schroeder to, to set the mood. And Schroeder begins to blast the party music again. And everybody starts dancing. Again, kind of weird dancing, but they're dancing. And even though he's told them their parts as innkeepers, shepherds and sheep... Everybody else just wants to party. They don't want to listen to Charlie Brown. For them, the true meaning of Christmas is all about partying and having fun. And, and Charlie Brown is just incredibly frustrated um, and, and can't figure out how to get things going on. And, of course, Lucy comes in and, and she's got this big smile on her face and she's really getting into the whole party thing and says, Hey, Charlie Brown, isn't this a great party? I'm sorry, she says, isn't this a great play? And she tries to convince him that it doesn't really matter what they do in the play as long as it's loud and commercial, meaning that it's got to be flashy and popular and gets people to spend money on tickets. And Charlie Brown says he doesn't want the play to be commercial, but wants it to have the true meaning of Christmas, the proper mood. So he grabs onto the one thing that he thinks will help. One thing that will bring everybody together into that Christmas spirit, the Christmas tree. And, and he's thinking maybe that's the true meaning of Christmas, a Christmas tree. And so he goes to a Christmas tree lot. And what does he find? Not a single tree made of wood. Aluminum trees and, and pinks and, and all sorts of different colors and, and things like that. Um, you know, the, the, the lot doesn't have wood trees. They're, they're not commercial enough. They're old-fashioned. They're not fancy. And so, just like Snoopy and his sister and all the kids in play, no one wanted the, the real thing anymore, but preferred something, you know, bright and shiny and fake. Even Linus asks, do they still make wooden Christmas trees? 
But Charlie Brown is is not going to stop. And so he finds, finally, this little withered, old-fashioned wooden tree, real wood. It's the only real one in the whole tree farm, the whole tree lot. And Charlie Brown wants the play to go right so he can find out the true meaning of Christmas. So not only did he want that story to get out there, he thought maybe it would help him too. So he brings the Christmas tree back, proud that he's found a real one, and everybody hates it. They wanted the fake kind, the commercial kind, the flashy kind. And so Charlie Brown is so frustrated, so sad, and after being laughed at he and abandoned by all his friends, even his dog, he finally shouts, isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? And here we have the best part of the whole movie, the part I was talking about at the beginning that CBS did not even want. Linus steps in. Now, Linus has, in general, been pretty quiet the whole thing, but the one thing we know about him is that he's famous for taking his blanket everywhere. You always see that. He, In fact, Snoopy tries to steal it and, and all those types of things. Lucy keeps telling him to get rid of it, but he doesn't want to. And when Lucy threatens to punch him, he uses the blanket as part of his costume. He's a shepherd. When Sally embarrasses him, he hides under his blanket. When everyone is trying to throw snowballs in an empty can, Linus uses his blanket as a slingshot. He uses it for everything. He always has it with him. He says that when he grows up, he's going to turn it into a coat. Nothing can separate him from his blanket. But, but when Charlie Brown needs to know what Christmas is all about, he knows, Linus knows it's his time to speak. Now, if you look below, uh, I linked Linus's speech. And in fact, I'm going to ask you to do something that I've never asked of before. I want you to go and listen to Linus's speech and then come back to this video. I really think it's important that you do that. So take a moment, go watch the link below of Linus's speech, and then come back. Now, hopefully... You're just coming back after watching that video. Hopefully you did. If you didn't, I'm going to wait a little bit longer. Okay. Did you get that video watch? Alright. Good deal. I don't know if you noticed something. Or something really important that you needed to watch for that maybe you didn't see. And maybe you'll even go back to the video to watch. It happens kind of quickly, and most people don't notice it, but it's there. As Linus is quoting the story about the shepherds from the Bible, the moment he says, fear not, what does he do? He drops the blanket. I love this part, because he just drops his blanket. The one thing that gave him comfort, that, that he carried with him always. And it's not until Linus is done speaking that he picks it up, walks over to Charlie Brown and says, that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. So Charlie Brown smiles, grabs the tree and heads out to celebrate the true meaning of Christmas. But there's still, there's still a problem. Charlie Brown is alone. He's by himself. 
He tries to decorate his little tree. He takes some decorations off of Snoopy's fancy winning uh, doghouse. And in fact, he only takes one ornament off of Snoopy's decoration. And he says, and the tree kind of droops over and Charlie Brown says, I killed it. But then something really special happens again. All the kids who had listened to Linus's story about the true meaning of Christmas had actually followed Charlie Brown home, seen his little tree, and dressed it up for him. They even like it now. Linus wraps his blanket around it. It's, it's wonderful. They all sing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, a Christmas hymn all about Jesus coming as a savior of the world. It's that moment, though, with the blanket. That's why I love, I love this, this cartoon, this special, Christmas special. In the Bible story that Linus was telling, it says that when the angels came to the shepherds, they were filled with great fear. And this happens a lot when the angels show up in the Bible. People get scared. But the shepherds had more than just, just the angels to be afraid of. They were living in a really difficult time. You have to remember the situation right then. Most people hated shepherds. They weren't allowed to go to the synagogue, which would be like our church. Not that we wouldn't let shepherds in, but a synagogue is, is a, a Jewish church at that time. They had a bad reputation, the shepherds did, of being untrustworthy and unlikable. Sure, uh, people wanted the, the sheep and the wool that the shepherds had, but they didn't want to be their friends. Religious people wouldn't even talk to them. It was a rough life back then for a shepherd. Plus, of course, they were under Roman rule. Their money was often taken by the government. They were abused. They, they didn't get much to themselves. It was a sad, lonely life of, of really dirty, lonely life. And yet, who did God send to see Jesus first? Who did he send angels to call? The shepherds. One character in the Charlie Brown cartoon doesn't like that he has to be a shepherd. Maybe because he didn't think they were important enough. But they were incredibly important to God. God distinctly sent angels to call the shepherds. They may have very well been the very first people, other than Mary and Joseph, to meet Jesus, the Savior. These men, full of worries, full of fears, hear this very special message from an angel who says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. He was saying, You don't need to be afraid. Be full of joy. Rejoice. Get excited. The Savior has come. Go see him. This is why the Christmas story is so important to us as Christians. It reminds us that we never need to be afraid because God knows who we are and Jesus is always near. Like Linus, we all have our own blankets that we cling to. Maybe it's a person or a thing, a teddy bear or a special toy that we grab when we're scared or we're worried. Some of us as adults cling to more complicated things like money and food, chemicals other bad habits. We turn to them when we're worried, afraid, alone. But the message, the message of Christmas, 
tells us that when we trust in Jesus, we can drop our blanket because Jesus will take care of us. The moment that Charlie Brown heard the story of Jesus, his whole view of Christmas changed. He suddenly knew the true meaning of Christmas, and it wasn't the presents, it wasn't the lights, it wasn't the trees or the food. The message of joy that the angels gave about Jesus, that was what was important. And it was that message that brought all of his friends together. We don't know if Charlie Brown ever did get any Christmas cards. We do know most people called him Blockhead, but he wanted desperately to know the true meaning of Christmas, and he found it in the story of Jesus and the love of his friends singing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. So I encourage you today, as you celebrate Christmas, I want you to remember the true meaning of Christmas, that Jesus came to set us free from fear, to be the one who we can turn to for hope and to give us a brand new family of believers to help take care of us. I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And uh, join me again next year uh, in the month of January as we start a whole new series. Um, and here we go with the, the clue. Um, this is a little more of a obscure one but one of my favorites the next series uh clue is they'll never take the sky from me thanks god bless and a merry christmas